Support for the evening newscast comes from Bay Realty. Listing and selling homes, lots, acreage, multifamily commercial properties, and property management in the southern Kenai Peninsula since 1974. Learn more at bayrealtyalaska.com or by calling 235-6183. Additional support for the evening news comes from Duncan House Diner, owned and operated by the Gamble family for over 20 years. Proudly feeding Homer for three generations. Dine in at 125 East Pioneer or order online at duncanhousehomer.com. Good afternoon, you're listening to KBBI AM 890 in Homer and K201AO on 88.1 FM in Seward. I'm Corinne Smith with some local news on this Monday, March 6, 2023. Kenai Peninsula students got a chance to get out on the ice with fishing rods and bait last week. It's part of a program run by the Department of Fish and Game with local schools and homeschooling families to teach kids about fish, their varieties, and habitats throughout the year. About 50 feet out on the ice of Homer's frozen reservoir, dozens of students from kindergarten to second grade are bundled up and gathered in twos and threes around cut holes in the ice. They each hold a mini fishing rod baited with shrimp. Six-year-old Solo Sky Frost sits patiently jigging the line as instructed, waiting for a fish. It's his first time fishing and he's focused. I'm trying to ice fish, which I've never done before. It's my first day, actually. The ice fishing event is part of the Alaska Department of Fish and Game's annual Salmon in the Classroom program, which teaches Kenai Peninsula students about salmon biology throughout the school year, says Fish and Game sport fish biologist Holly Dixon. So most of these kids back in their classrooms have aquariums where they're raising um, salmon eggs to fry and then they'll release them in the spring and this is just one of the other events that happens throughout the winter as part of that program. Today students are fishing for Dolly Varden which can be found in freshwater lakes like the reservoir or the open ocean which can grow up to 30 inches or 27 pounds. It's the middle of the winter so they are not as actively feeding but when the, you know the kids drop bait down on a jig uh, it might be the first snack they've seen in a while. Um, a lot of the dollies are are pretty long and skinny um, and so I think they they can be voracious at times up here um, especially when we show up with a bunch of kids and a bunch of bait. Dixon says the outdoor event helps students learn about ice fishing gear, technique, and safety as well as sport fish harvest limits and deciding whether to catch or release a fish. After about an hour, there are not a lot of bites, and some students leave their rods secured in the snow to run and check on each other to see who's caught a fish. There's also snacks and hot cocoa to help with the waiting. Aaron Pollock is a kindergarten teacher with Fireweed Academy, a Homer-based charter school, one of the classrooms where students are experiencing the life cycle of salmon firsthand. In the fall, we go to the Anchor River for a field trip where we actually cut open salmon and we fertilize the eggs with the milk and then we get to bring the eggs back to our classroom and raise them in a tank. Um, and so we've, we have eggs at our classroom that have hatched into fry and the kids are starting to be able to feed them and they record the temperature in the tank every day. and. Um, They're so excited they've each named one of the fish. Pollock says while some students are fishing for the first time, others come from commercial fishing families and are very familiar. 
Regardless, the learning experience also connects students to the community. Maybe a third of our families are fishing families, whether they're um, gill netters or saners or whatever part it may be in our community. Um, and then, yeah, we have, a, we have maybe at least half who have no idea that this existed as an option. And even the fishing families are, didn't know that you can ice fish here in the winter. I didn't know that, and I've been salmon saning for like seven years. So last year was my first year coming to this program, and I was like, what do you mean there's fish in the reservoir? I love ice fishing. I had no idea. Ryan Lee is a parent volunteer and says his second grader has been out ocean and river fishing quite a bit. But he says it's about having fun outside. That's learning, you know, being in nature, keeping themselves busy, like, you know, just doing active stuff outside. If they catch fish, that's awesome, and that just adds to the excitement to do this again. Um, but, you know, like, look at these guys. over They're just making a snow fort. Um, you know, it doesn't matter if they're fishing or not, as long as they're warm and moving around and having fun. The Department of Fish and Game says 675 Kenai Peninsula students participated in two days of ice fishing at Sport Lake in Soldotna and at the Homer Reservoir. There's the promise of taking the fish home and cooking it up with families, but today only one dolly was caught and released. Students will have to hope for more bites another day. And in more sobering fishing news, parts of the Kenai River are still frozen over, but the Alaska Department of Fish and Game has already closed the early and late king salmon runs to sport fishing. Also shutting down the beleaguered Cook Inlet Eastside Setnet Fishery before fishermen can gear up. Ken Coleman is vice president of the Kenai Peninsula Fishermen's Association, which represents set netters. He says he's never seen the fishery close completely this early. This is my 53rd year coming up as a set netter, and I have never experienced this. Fish and Game releases a preseason forecast for the early run every winter to give guides and fishermen a sense of what to expect before the summer starts. This year, the department projects fewer than 3,000 kings in the early run and around 13,600 in the late run, falling well below the goal range set by the Board of Fish of 15 to 30,000 fish. In a pair of emergency orders released on March 2nd, the department said that meant it would close all sport fishing for king salmon in the river. Changes have been hard on guides who long relied on taking clients on king salmon trips. As counts have continued to decline and closures have become more common, they pivoted to fishing for sockeye, halibut, and trout. But for set netters whose fishery also closes when the king sport fishery does, there's no plan B. Coleman said Friday his phone had been ringing all day since the orders came out. But they've been asking, is there any way to... Uh make a, uh, a change? Is there anything mechanical that we can do as uh, set netters such as uh, fishing less or fishing shallower nets? Legal action and out-of-cycle proposals to the Board of Fish both failed last year. Coleman says the best they can hope for is in the middle of the summer, the department makes another assessment and gets to a point where it's able to reconsider opening the fishery, at least partially. But he says that would require a miracle. And a sled dog who was lost after an accident on the Seward Highway has been found. 
Clam Gulch musher Frank Haberman was driving back from Ferrandi in Anchorage when his trailer came off his truck. The doors opened, letting some of the sled dogs loose onto the Seward Highway near Girdwood. One of the dogs ran onto the ice floe in Cook Inlet and was later rescued with help from the Anchorage Fire Department. But five-year-old Donna ran off toward Girdwood. Two days later, she was spotted on a cabin porch in Indian. Four days after her escape, volunteers finally lured her into one of the live traps. Haberman says he's relieved, and he says all the dogs are doing okay. You couldn't tell anything happened to the dogs. It's just there was no, no psychological effects on them. He says the trailer was built by a local maker who agreed to deal with the wreck and the associated costs. But without a way to transport the dogs, he says his race season is over for now. And that's the news from Homer. I'm Corinne Smith, and you're listening to KBBI AM 890 and K201AO 88.1 FM in Seward. Find us online at kbbi.org. Thanks for tuning in.